Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up today with Rana Vig, CEO of Blue Lagoon Resources. And if you want our thoughts and opinions on that conversation and his plans, and in fact, the company itself, you can get that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, where you can also find detailed company reports. There are training videos. There are summaries of other interviews that we've done. There's commentary from market experts from around the world on a variety of commodities and companies. And of course, there's a community of investors on there sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other. In fact, you should go on there and join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Rana, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic today. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining us. We're about to hear your story today. New one to us. We've not spoken before either. So uh, where are you in the world at the moment? I'm in uh, beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia in excellent. Canada. Excellent. Excellent. It looks, it looks a bit gray there, I'm, I'm delighted to say. Makes me feel no, better. No, no, no. It's never gray here. It's always sun shining. Always beautiful. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, and, and are you well? Is life, life good there? Life is fantastic, man. Uh, family's good. We're, uh, we're COVID-free right now. So that's the most important blessing I think anyone can count on today. Uh, no, life is great. And, and it's not impacting your ability to do business. No, you know, we're very fortunate. Uh, BC has been very good, particularly northern British Columbia, where our properties are. Uh, it's uh, been pretty much uh, untouched. So we've been we, we've had no interruption uh, of, uh, of work at all. Fantastic. OK, well, look, we're going we're to hear about um, Blue Lagoon Resources today. But before you we get stuck into that, why don't you give us that one minute overview of the business and I'll, I'll pick it up from there. Sure. Yeah, we got a, we got three very exciting uh, projects that we're focused on. Uh, the Dome Mountain, uh, which is a, a permitted uh, mine uh, with a tremendous amount of uh, blue sky potential. We have uh, a copper park, uh, porphyry, uh, just sitting right next to it as well, which is getting very exciting with copper prices uh, increasing, uh, you know, daily. And we've got another uh, property in central British Columbia that's uh, got ten high grade veins and a and a and a beautiful stockpile that I plan to get out of there and monetize. So. Uh, that's kind of the high level of uh, what what makes uh, Blue Lagoon exciting. Fantastic. We're going to have to ask. I mean, big big onion. Some of the naming protocols need to be reviews out there. Um, let's kind of get into the projects. But um, I always like to sort of understand who I'm dealing with. So, what's what's your background? Tell me a little bit about you. I got a pretty crazy background. You know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, right? Uh, most of my life, uh, I was in part of a business over 30 years. Uh, five different startups in my family businesses. Uh, uh, you know, basically. I just, I learned a long time ago, I'm not that smart, okay? So <laughs> I learned two lessons. Number one, outwork everybody, okay? That's the only way to uh, to make that, uh, make that uh, the, the, play, the playing field uh, equal. And number two, just surround yourself with the smartest, the, you know, the best and the smartest of that industry, right? So that's what I've done all my life. About 10 years ago, I got invited to the capital markets. Uh, you know, 2008, 2009 had just happened. I was looking for a change. A very successful entrepreneur worth uh, well over $300 million at the time, a big venture capitalist, made a lot of his money in mining, brought me into the mining sector in 2011. Oh, I put boy. over a million bucks into the market. <laughs> and I think you can guess what happened in 2012. Yeah, that's why I went, oh boy. <laughs> that Good all timing. disappeared. Right. Right. It was, it was like, whoa, what did I get myself into? So, you know, but hey, I'm a big boy. I licked my wounds and, uh, and I took over a couple of uh, my investments and learned the ropes of uh, mining exploration uh, companies. And then uh, hung in there for about seven years. Uh, and then in 2018, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, so I like to spot trends. I, I, I sensed uh, cannabis was making a big move. Uh, so I, I, I laser beam focused on that industry. And in 2018, uh, I took the biggest, uh, I took Curryleaf Public, which was the biggest uh, cannabis, Canadian cannabis raise in history at $520 million. 
it was a nearly a six billion dollar RTO, so it made a lot of people a lot of money. And then uh, I was very fortunate. A couple of months later, I, I did it again. I found Harvest Health and Rec out of Arizona, and I took them public. That made it. That was the third largest raise in 2018 at 300 million. It was a nearly a two billion dollar RTO. So a whole bunch of people made you know, a whole bunch more money. And then as crazy as I am, I, I thought, you know what, mining has got to come back. And I love gold. So I, I, I started Blue Lagoon Resources uh, nearly two years ago. Everybody thought I was crazy because nobody was talking about mining still at that time and uh, or gold. But uh, I think I timed it right. And uh, now I'm laser beam focused on, 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 on this company and building it. And I believe it's going to be my next big win. Okay. Did you remember to make money on the on the way out with regards to the on the cannabis projects? Sorry, did I make money? Yeah, I was. Uh, I have a few smiles uh, on my face. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did that. We did okay. You did okay. Okay. It's just we, sure. we we speak to people who kind of forget to make uh, money doing doing their day job. They get so uh, ensconced in it because obviously that came all crashing down quite quickly in Canada. Well, my, these were U.S. projects. Uh, Curely, for example, uh, peaked at uh, $15. And uh, let's see, last week it was at, at back at 14 So it's doing, it's doing very, very well. These are, these are uh, you know, real companies with uh, you know, uh, distribution all over the United States, right? They're multi-state operators uh, and, uh, you know, big revenues. See, that's, that's interesting. I'm just trying to, again, trying to understand the man here. So you were keen on setting up businesses which were real that weren't because we saw a lot of the what happened in canada a lot of the companies yes. had negligible revenues but valuations oh it was crazy it was insane. it made no sense made no sense it was insane it made no sense they were completely overvalued that's why i didn't focus uh, at all in canada I, I focused in the united states you know uh, you know huge market you know and uh, multi-states right so the growth opportunity there really was you know in canada i mean you know, I love it uh, living here, but it's exactly, it's tiny. The marketplace is tiny, right? And it's so vast and spread out. Distribution costs, there's so many challenges here in this country. It's a great place to live, but uh, business is challenging for sure, right? So yeah, I, I only focused in the United States uh, for the cannabis place. Okay, okay, that interests me. Th um, thank you for that. Okay, well, we better try and understand what it is you you set up here. You talked about setting this up a couple of years ago, but um, I think it was the beginning of this year. We st we started, uh, we launched on July uh, uh, 4th of 2019. Uh, uh, we started trading and I spent the first uh, few months just, you know, uh, uh, picking up uh, uh, a couple of projects to build up, build up the portfolio. But uh, really, I was looking for something bigger, right? Uh, we were focused on our on our Pallier property up until, which is in the, in the central uh, British Columbia, a beautiful property with 10 high-grade veins. Uh, but uh, what I really was looking for was something that I can really, you know, you know, you know uh, sink my teeth in something much, much bigger. And this Dome Mountain fell in my lap, uh, uh, which was about seven months ago. Uh, but uh, to be honest with you, I dismissed it at the beginning because, uh, frankly, over the 10 years or so I've been in this business, I don't know how many times I've heard, yeah, we have a mine, we have a permit, a little bit of money, we can get to production, it's going to be fantastic. Honestly, I've never seen one of those things come to fruition. So I was very, very skeptical. But uh, the CFO of that company was in, in the same building as I was, and he kept running into me every few days. And he says, Mario, you don't understand. You've got to take a look at this. These people have spent $28 million over the last dozen years, but they're out of time. And all that money, by the way, was spent on development, uh, mine development, infrastructure, and permitting. And they just ran out of time. They're wonderful people, but they're 83 years old now, not in the best of health. And you know what, that kind of kind of uh, turned on the light bulb for me. Think I was thinking as an entrepreneur, 
if the property checks out from a technical perspective, I knew instinctively I could make a great deal. So that's what we did. We started looking into it and uh, went up there with my, uh, with my geologists and we were pretty blown away. We were very impressed. First at the infrastructure that they had, uh, that had, that they had put in and then just the, the historical data. I mean, it just, it just uh, uh, was so compelling that it just made sense to do the deal. So, and of course, as they say, the rest is history. I did the deal. Okay, so let's break this down because you, you talk about three projects. You talk about Pelair, which is obviously one of the earlier deals that you did. Do you mind if we kind of go through this and we'll end up back at Down Mountain? Because I think that's where you you are focusing your time, money, and efforts now. But I want to either park up or discount or just try and understand at the very least um, Pelair and Big Onion. So Pelair, it, you've got a bunch of payments due throughout this. You kind of kind of stretched out the payment uh, there. So tell me, what was the deals that you did on that? And what do you think you've got? No, actually, we own a Pelier 100%. You know, one of one of uh, my uh, one of my strengths is, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm Indian, right? So I'm pretty cheap. Okay, I grew up with my with my dad when I was 10 years old, going to the local uh, uh, retail store, and where he'd bargain for a, a shirt, right? Uh, and he'd get a deal every time. So I learned that lesson a long time ago. But but tell me this: I'm looking at UMDNA, and it's talking about um, pay, quarterly payments and shares which need to be made on the Pelier um, project. Is that not right? Yes. Yeah, we paid. We paid those. We've all. It's all paid. We've issued the shares, and I, I issued the shares uh, 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 every uh, very, very uh, carefully. It's only fifty thousand every quarter. All right, and uh, so you haven't paid. So, so you you have more payments to come. That's what I'm getting at. There are a series of quarterly payments because we talked in the MDNA uh, to 2023. Uh, with the well, the cash payments all made. Right. Right. Uh, the uh, the the shares have been issued to them. They're just an escrow. Right, All right. Okay. Fifty thousand every quarter, and it's not onerous. It's uh, less than seven hundred thousand shares, and uh, and uh, there's no expenditure requirements. So we own it one hundred percent. Right. So what I love the best about that property is that yes, it's got ten high grade veins and it's got lots of potential, but the low hanging fruit, twenty five thousand plus tons of mineralized material sitting by the number three vein, you know that's grading you know uh, five grams uh, or a ton or higher and uh, needs no permits. We just have to inform the, uh, the government that we intend to truck it out and simply truck it out and monetize it. So that's worth a pretty penny to us. So we were gonna do that this summer, but because of COVID it slowed things down and, and we were very busy with Dome Mountain. So it's our intention to truck that out next summer and get it to a mill and, uh, and uh, you know, load up the treasury again. Right, is there an NSR on that? No, not on the, on the stockpile. But the, what about the rest of it? The property has a two percent NSR, which we can buy. We can we can buy one million back for. Uh, we can buy a one percent back for a million dollars, and it leaves only a one percent NSR. Right. Okay. And what's, what are you, so your plans? Are what to just you know tr- truck out that stockpile, and that's it. You'll you'll park it up otherwise. No. No. Well, then we'll evaluate it. I mean, you know, I don't want to take my focus off of Dome Mountain, but Pelier is definitely compelling. So you know, it's not costing us anything. Uh, so you know, what my plans are to evaluate it. Uh, you know, early in Q1 and just figure out, you know, do we want to go there and, and, you know, poke a couple holes? Do we want to JV it, bring some other, you know, how do we monetize it? How do we advance it? Uh, you know, for sure, we'll be looking at that uh, in Q1. Right. Okay. So you say it's not costing you anything. I guess what you mean is, is there are de minimis costs uh, against it. You're looking to monetize what's sitting at surface. Have you worked out some numbers as to what that actually equates to for you? Because it will take some money. You have to invest some money to make that money. The uh, the stockpile, you mean? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's not onerous. It'll be a, a, a few hundred thousand dollars to line up the trucking and, and get it out to the mill and, and get it processed. Uh, um, you know, but, you know, at, at these gold prices, right, that's worth, uh, you know, several million dollars, you know, that stockpile. But, well, is it was it three million or is it? 10 million. I mean, what, what do you know? I, I only hesitate because of all the rules around, you know, what I'm allowed to say and what not I'm allowed to say, not allowed to say. And, you know, you're not really te- supposed to make uh, these pr- projections, but uh, you're certainly in the realm uh, uh, that plus. Right. OK. OK. So when- th- th- those are our back of the envelope uh, estimates, obviously. Right. You know, so there is my caveat. Right. That, uh, you know, the legal disclaimers. Right. But look, investors aren't aren't. Uh, aren't dumb these days, right? They understand, right? There's a there's a significant stockpile. It doesn't need uh, any uh, any uh, you know uh, uh, onerous kind of permits. You know, we truck it out, we send it to the mill, and they mill it and they send us a check. Gotcha. But, but it does come down to all the detail. It will come down to the detail. You need to understand the size of the stockpile, what the average grade is. I'm sure you're doing work, or maybe there's work being done on that. We've done all. That's why I said we've done that, and we've done the sort of the back of the envelope uh, right. uh, estimate. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's very promising. Look, I have a very simple, you know, philosophy, right? Yeah, I think people, and I think this is my strength, because I come from outside the business and call me crazy. But you know, I'll give you an example, an engineer firm called me up a few weeks ago, and they said, let us uh, uh, give you a, a rundown exactly what you're talking about on this stockpile. And I said, well, and it was a, a significant cost, right? It was about $100,000 they wanted to charge me to do all that. And I said, well, let me ask you why do you think I need to do that? Well, you need to know all the economics all that. I said, well, look, I already know that I'm going to make money on this stockpile. The question is, am I going to make $1 million or am I going to make $5 million, let's say? All right. But well, you want me to pay you $100,000 to tell me how much you're, I'm going to make. As an entrepreneur, that doesn't make any sense to me, right? Uh, I'm not trying to sell it. Right. I'm going to simply and I know I have an idea, right, uh, our own in-house estimates of what I need to do. And that's all I need to do. What I need to make sure is I don't lose money on it. Right. What I don't want to do is. Right. So, you know, so I have a very uh, call it a simplistic approach uh, for for this particular you know project. Uh, we know we can monetize it. Uh, we've got our, our in-house estimates. Uh, we know approximately what it's going to cost us to truck it, to mill it, you know, et cetera. And we know it's worth a pretty penny, right? So you know, it's our intention next summer to go ahead and uh, and and you know get the the trucks rolling, and uh, send it off and uh, and and put that extra cash into the treasury or put it right back, most likely into Pelair. Right. Okay. Back into Pelair to do what? To drill. Dr- drill. Just do exploration work. I mean, how much data did you inherit with that deal? There's some. There's, uh, but you know, our geologist uh, Bill Cronk is quite actually familiar, you know, with the property uh, from the past. So you know, we he's already identified uh, uh, drill targets because we did some work uh, there uh, a year ago. So we have enough data to pick our drill targets, and we could easily go do a small uh, drill program there to you know to get uh, more data. Right. Okay. Okay. And you say whatever money you make from. Clearing the stockpile will go into the ground. No, and any more on top of that. I mean, how big? How big a target is Pelair for you in, in terms of investment going forward? I know we're going to talk about Dome Mountain, but is it important? Yeah, I mean, look, I don't want to. I don't want to spend uh, a, a whole lot there until I fully understand, you know, what the uh, bigger picture is. Because what I don't want to do is take my eye off the prize, which I believe is Dome Mountain. Okay. 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 Well, like. 
I guess we'll we'll know more when we when you know more. Um, Big Onion, great name, but it is copper porphyry, and people are excited about copper porphyry. And I think next year is a big year for copper. So um, sure. that that's a kitty. So again, t- talk to us about the structure of that deal. How did you buy it? Yeah, so uh, that was that uh, I negotiated it as part of the Doe Mountain transaction. And again, you know, I, I you know I, I try to drive a, a pretty hard bargain so that I can you know, get a big win for my shareholders. So when we did the Doe Mountain deal, uh, this property was also in their portfolio, and you know I simply insisted on on, on including that as part of the uh, part of the transaction. It's beautiful because it sits right next to uh, our, our already our, uh, our Dome Mountain. You know, uh, uh, it's right out of just outside the town of Smithers, uh, which is a small mining town. Uh, it's a 20-minute drive uh, on an all-year access road, and if you continue on from from the Big Onion to our Dome Mountain, you know it's about 45-50 minute drive. So they're both very very uh, close and accessible. And uh, what I like about it is just what you said, right? Copper is uh, uh, looks like it's going to be in play here coming up next year and the year after. You know, a lot of people talk about gold. In the last six months, gold's gone up, uh, you know, about 23%. Copper's gone up about 45%, right? Uh, so, uh, again, you know, from a business uh, perspective, from a strategic positioning, you know, uh, I have uh, uh, very little costs. In fact, there's no holding costs. Uh, on on the big onion, uh, all our assessment work is uh, up to date for the next four years. But now what I've done is I've combined, I, I put a bridge claim in, so I've combined the the two properties together. So whatever money we spend over here on Doe Mountain automatically goes towards the assessment work, the big onion. So it doesn't cost me anything. Again, these are sort of the business decisions that I try to make. And what I want to do with this is it's a it's a, 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 a my technical team tells me that it's a very desirable property. So again, I want to stay focused on Dome Mountain, but I want to figure out how to, how can we monetize this, right? Are we going to sell it? Are we going to JV it? But bottom line is it adds value to the overall value to the company. Talk to me about that. You, you bridged it, meaning what exactly? How, does it, how do you, how do you, because it's like 50 minute drive from each other. So like, what do you mean by that? No, it's not a 50 minute, I'm talking, it's a 50 minute drive from the town of Smith. So if you start from Smith, there's another 30. Big Onion first, Big Onion's about 20 minutes. And then if you keep going, then it's for another 30 minutes or so, you you, you get to our next property. So what what we did is because in order to keep your uh, uh, assessment work, you know, in order to keep your uh, uh, property in good standing, you have to do a bunch of assessment work. But there's a a rule that if the properties are, are one, obviously, then it doesn't matter where you do the work. So we put a little bridge to join the two properties, right? And and that way, whatever work, because now technically they're one property, right? Because they're joined. Got it. Totally understood. So um, g- given that porphyries tend to take a lot of money to develop, is the likelihood that we're going to see a JV partner coming in here or you offloading this? I think so. I think that, uh, I mean, again, you know, we evaluate, uh, you know, at the time, uh, but certainly, you know, we have people uh, talking to us about it and looking at it. So, yeah, we'll evaluate it and see what makes sense. What makes sense? What's the best for the company and the shareholders, right? The JV or or uh, or uh, sell it. OK, but do you have enough information now to have a sensible conversation? Because obviously, the more you yes, know, the better, better deal you're going to get. So. Yes, there's there? a there's a historical yeah there's a historical 43101 uh, on it. It's it's about uh, 650 million pounds of copper, uh, you know, and so and and we've set up a, a a whole data room, well organized. 
So, yeah, there's enough information for someone to make an informed decision. For okay. Sure. Okay. So you're, you're well ahead in, in terms of seeking a partner then. You've got a data room going. Absolutely. Got it. Understood. Let's talk about your hero product, which is Dome Mountain. What are you hoping for? We've seen some drill results. Quite nice. Quite nice numbers for gold and silver there. What What, what are you uh, planning to do for the rest of this year in 2021? Yeah, this, this, is, this is what, uh, you know, uh, makes me leap out of bed every morning, right? I'm very excited about it, you know, frankly. And the reason is because, you know, it's got, it's kind of unique, right? It has, uh, it's got two uh, uh, sort of pieces to it. Number one, as I mentioned earlier, you know, it's fully permitted. It has, it has an environmental permit. It has a mining permit for 75,000 tons a year. So it's not a huge, you know, mine. It'll be a couple hundred tons uh, a day. But at these gold prices, that's very, uh, you know, very profitable. So it literally, as I mentioned, it's at the one yard line. Now, you know, a lot of people say to, say to, say to me, well, you know, why do you want to, you know, why do you want to uh, develop a small mine? Well, again, as an entrepreneur, you know, my budget, my capex to put this into production is a million and a half. Okay. It's tiny. And the reason is because people keep saying, well, that's not realistic. How can it only be a million and a half? Well, because 28 million was just spent on, on uh, right? And it wasn't spent 100 years ago. It was just spent in the last 10 years. All current, you know, we have generators. We have, we have a 900 meter tunnel, right? The, the underground development is done to the face of the, of, of the vein. You know, so all these things are already in place. The only thing that's required are the last three key things have to finish the water treatment facility. It's about $400,000 and about four or five months work. Have to do some underground bolting, which is about $450,000 and about 75, 80 days uh, of work, which is currently happening and already half done, more than half done. And we have to update the mine reclamation and closure plans, right? Which is ERM is working on, it's about $300,000. So the total budget is about $1.5 million to get this done. I fully believe that we will be in a, in a, in a decision-making mode by summer of 2021. Right to see what we want to do with this, move forward, uh, you know, et cetera. So that's the one side of it, right? Uh, which, will, which, will, by the way, the milling agreements are already in place. In 2016, uh, 6,600 tons uh, was taken out of there, and 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 Nikola processed it and refined the processes to get 95% uh, gold recovery and over over 90% uh, uh, silver. So everything's done. It's just turnkey, right? So that's that side of it. But the uh, even more exciting part of it is the is the uh, uh, property itself, which 90% of it had never been explored because these people focused only on trying to get this in production. Believe it or not, it was 1,200 shareholders in this private company, all right? And their focus was to try to get this to production and pay out dividends. That's understandable. So only that tiny little piece of the property had ever been worked on. There's 15 high-grade veins already known on this property. Naranda, for example, was there in the 80s, and there's a historical resource of uh, 20,000 tons, grading 23.6 grams a ton. All the other veins are similar. Everything is 15, 20 grams plus, right, which is, uh, you know, very exciting. So, and that's just encompasses only 10% of the property. And then we have this vast property. And if you saw uh, our latest news release, you know, or, or two news releases ago, we flew the property for the first time ever, right? To the best of my knowledge. So we did the uh, the, uh, the magnet and, and the property just lit up, right? There's five amazing new targets uh, that uh, you know that we can uh, we can go after. And and looking at that data, we instantly that night <laughs> staked all around it and nearly doubled our 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 land position because you know it just obviously you know made sense. So there's a lot of very so 2021 is going to be a 
an extremely uh, busy year for us. We're going to start drilling uh, starting January 11th. Right. Okay. You're going to have to also go through, I know you're an entrepreneur and you've identified ways to save money and just be, think about things differently, which, which is always to be commended. But the market is going to be a little bit more cautious than than you. They're going to want to see you go through the motions of, you know, getting a PEA, getting getting the various scoping studies on fees, you know, pre-fees, feasibility, et cetera. Are you going to do that or are you going to try and shortcut no. some of that process? I'm not going to do that. I'm, going to, I'm not going to do that. Let me tell you why. You need a PEA in order to get a mine into production. We already have a mine. We don't need a PEA, all right? We already, we already have a mine plan, right? So we, you know, of course, uh, let me give the cautionary language, right? <laughs> that uh, any success uh, uh, outside of a PEA has a high, uh, uh, what's the wording you can look at, you know what I'm getting at, has a high uh, chance of, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, the legalese, right? Uh, investors do your own uh, due diligence. But look, we don't need a PEA, all right? We, we have a permit already in place uh, at these gold prices, right? Uh, we've, done, we've done the, uh, you know, the math and it's going to be profitable. But remember, that's not our key focus. That's a bonus. Whatever cash flow we generate out of there is the bonus. The focus is on building this property, you know, like, because I believe we're, we're, we're sitting on a multi-million, dollar, a multi-million ounce uh, property here, which now let me tell you why, right? If you look at our, if you look at our, our deck, you can see there's uh, some cross sections. So the main boulder vein, right? Uh, by the way, grades uh, are incredible. They're 50, 15 grams uh, a ton plus, all right? So we currently have a historical resource there, uh, which we are now uh, updating to, uh, to, to be compliant. And if you look at if you look at all the drilling that was done in in uh, 2016, there's 800 meter extension that's all mineralized. This is beyond the the known where the mine is currently, so that's all mineralized. All we have to do is go in there and drill, and we know that we can double the resource just by doing that. And then the this property has never been drilled any deeper than you know 160, 70, 80 meters. Now we know that these steeply steeply dipping systems can uh, go on for hundreds of meters. So the two or three holes, you know, the limited drilling that they did do that was a little bit deeper, all is high grade and it's all in the deck. You can see that you can, you can see that. So we have a high degree of confidence based on our data that when we go deeper, we'll be able to once again, uh, significantly increase, uh, you know, the resource. And that's just the boulder vein where the mine is. I'm not, you know, I'm there, there's still all the other 15 veins and the rest of the 90% of the property. Right. Okay. But People are going to want to understand the economics of it. You're saying we've got high-grade veins. You're chasing veins. Um, they're actually reasonable widths, um, look, looking at your PowerPoint. But yes. high-grade doesn't necessarily equate to success because it's about the total size of metal in the ore I mean, body. And you've, you've got to understand the economics around that. And more importantly, you've got to be able to clearly enunciate that to the marketplace. So are you going to be able to do that before you start spending more money on it? Well, we have. If you look at our past news releases, you know, we 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 talk about uh, uh, you know some of these things you know already. So absolutely, look. Remember, I'm the entrepreneur, but I one of my things I said earlier is that uh, I make sure that I surround myself with the best. So Bill Cronk, uh, a former uh, chief geologist for Dundee, you know, extremely experienced. 
uh, former uh, chief geologist for John Robbins uh, companies, right? One of the top geologists uh, in the in, in in the country, if not the world, and a great businessman, right? Uh, currently advisor to Gray Bear, uh, you know, huge success story. Uh, he had uh, Northern Empire as an as an exit, who sold out to a Coors Mining, as well as a couple of others. Bill was his chief geologist, so you know, I was very fortunate to to, to get him in between jobs. So I have Bill, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, looking at everything. Uh, I have uh, I'm starting to build other technical. Uh, people around me. Giannis Tatitos is uh, one of my advisors on uh, in our company, 19-year veteran of BHP, right? So I have all these people who are helping me analyze and make the decisions because that's what I'm rely, I rely on them to tell me. And then I, you know, use my own common sense and my own business, uh, you know, acumen to, to uh, you know, make those, you know, make those final decisions. So we're not just uh, shooting uh, blind here, right? Uh, you know, we, we have a plan, we see the data and we're going to you know chase that plan the economics that you're talking about really are just for the mine you know itself right um, but uh yeah it's all about tonnage and we believe based on the for example the the most recent mag you know uh, data that we got on one of our veins uh, uh about a kilometer north of the main uh, boulder vein i mean it just lit up i mean we're talking about about a kilometer and a half uh, strike by about uh, 300 meters uh, in width. So we potentially a porphyry. You know, so there's there's just a lot of uh, information that we're we're getting, and uh, we're going to be following up on in uh, in 2021 in order to make some uh, intelligent decisions. Okay, so I get the excitement, and I get the fact you've got some people who've been around the block a few times, and you're making decisions based on the information they they, they give you, but. It, it is going to come back to the, the information that you're able to communicate to the marketplace because they, they're going to have a less entrepreneurial view of this. They're going to be basing this on what your peers are doing. So either you're going to have to demonstrate to them that your entrepreneurial ability is um, sound, you know, you're able to make good decisions. And so far, the job results are on your, on your side. But what do you think you're going to have to do next to get people excited again? Because share prices work back down at 82 sense at the moment hasn't well, really you say, you say back down but we were we, we we did a financing at 35 cents just uh you know recently and the stock's trading uh at 85 cents today because gold's off 40 dollars and uh you know at uh, 1836 right uh but if you look at the last uh, 14 day average uh it's 90 cents right so it's i think we're doing extremely well and uh, I think we'll blow past our uh, our uh, high. You know, we were over two dollars. I firmly believe. Listen, I wrote a check. I wrote a three hundred thousand dollar check myself into the company at a dollar. Right. Uh, my my closest uh, friends and my family uh, wrote more between a dollar and a dollar fifty. So we're not we're not worried, right? Because you know you don't you don't look at where you are today. I don't get worried about gold is at eighteen thirty six. In fact, I've already made a call today. Uh, to see how much more gold I can pick up today. You know, th these are just natural gyrations of the market. You know, this is the mistake that people make, right? They always buy at the wrong time. They always sell at the wrong time, right? Right. This is the time to be buying, not selling, right? You know, you don't you don't panic because gold is off and the stock is off by four cents, right? We just closed, by the way, we just closed today a two a little over two million dollar financing at a dollar. You know. Uh, uh, again, that's going to be used for exploration. Okay, so you're quietly confident. You're putting, you're still putting your own money in. How much money have you got into this yourself, actually? 
um, me and my family and uh, my closest uh, handful of my closest friends have uh, over $2 million uh, into the company now. Right. Okay. And so you're saying it's the market, it's not you, the market will recover. It's in a dip at the moment. But you think next year? I firmly believe that. You've got strong expectations of where gold is next year. I firmly believe that. Look, because remember, we've had limited work done on the property so far. The most exciting work we're about to start uh, uh, on January 11th, the biggest exploration, uh, 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 the biggest exploration uh, 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 program ever done on this property. Right. So, you know, we'll do, you know, uh, you know, 15, 20,000 meters uh, at least. We'll do, you know, a lot. There's going to be lots of activity uh, coming up here, uh, especially in Q1 and Q2 of uh, next uh, next year. So the next seven, eight months is going to see tremendous amount of activity. Right. You've got about six million bucks or so in cash, says your PowerPoint to me. No debt. No debt. All good stuff. Um, Is that enough to see you through your drill programs for next year? Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, exactly, and and, and that's uh, and 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 then I just closed another two million today, right? Uh, so yeah, we we have uh, we're cashed up and and have enough money to execute on on our on our exploration plans for twenty twenty one. Okay, so where did that two million come from? Was that just flow through? Or? That's the flow through money that I just uh, I'm, I'm closing today. I was very careful of who I uh, who I who I brought it from. Because, you know, it's one uh, thing that I'm very conscious of. All sorts of funds wanted to, to give me the money. And I said no, because I know what it does. But uh, these people that I'm working with, uh, highly recommended and uh, have uh, will work with me, right, uh, to look, I have no problem when people want to sell their stock. What I have a problem with is people lying. Tell me you want to sell the stock. I will find the buyer. We will work it out together. Right. And I'm very, very transparent and very frank that way. Right. And uh, I think people appreciate that. And that's why, by the way, right, when we did the financing at 35 cents, everyone told me, watch, your stock's going to be at 35 or or lower within days. We went to 90. If you're honest with people, if you're transparent, if you upfront with them, you know, you work, you, you work with them, you know, you build a trust. Yeah, that's that's something it was hard to get used to uh, in this market. Uh, that was the tough. That was the toughest thing that I found when I got into the capital markets. Right, I wasn't used to that. Right, I'm from the private side. Right, and uh, it's crazy. This uh, I don't understand that. Right, if you you know you. So I try to really really be careful who I work with. Right, I'm not desperate for money. Right, I I, I want to be very careful who I bring on because I believe in partnerships. And that's why I believe Blue Lagoon is doing well so far, and I believe it will continue to do well, uh, you know, uh, in, in the future. Tell me this: so Why raise money now? I mean, you got a dollar, and you know, when you're at eighty-two cents, that, that's, that, that's a well, good that's a good deal, right? But you're going to start you drilling. You answered your question. I know, right? but don't and you think you'd be able to do more after you'd, you'd begun your drill results and you sort of see some some well, if you hopefully higher grades coming through. Well, two reasons. Number one, uh, you know, at 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 uh, at a dollar, the the dilution is minimal, right? So again, trying to make some strategic decisions. Markets can turn very quickly, and one of the things I learned in twenty in, in my ten years is that uh, uh, mistakes the CEOs make. Something goes wrong. The company's broke. Now you're desperate. Now you're doing financing at a nickel, right? So it makes sense to me to take a little bit of money inflow through from good people who I can work with, right, that are not going to come back and hurt the market, use that money in an exploration program that I'm already going to do and preserve my hard dollars just in case, 
just in case that the, if the market uh, you know takes a little bit of a dip for a while. Take the money when it's offered. That's what we say. That's right. <laughs> I agree with you. Um, well, it run. I appreciate that run through. That was that's interesting. Like you know, I'd like to understand what's going on in people's heads and you know, entrepreneurial mindset is something we don't often see in this space, um, for sure. But I'm, I'm I'm intrigued to see what happens for you guys in 2021. Looks like it'll be uh, interesting times, certainly with that drill bit uh, going as well. Appreciate it. Stay in touch. Thank you. I appreciate the, appreciate the opportunity. And uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, I'm very confident 2021 is going to be a very exciting year for Blue Lagoon Resources. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.